This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. Welcome once again to Faith in Action. I'm Kent Blanford. Along with me in studio is Bridget Eyre. Hello, Kent. And Hello. you know, Hello, everyone. In the Catholic world, when we talk about mystery, we're usually talking about sacred mysteries. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about some different mysteries. No doubt. And if you're looking for some good summer reading like a murder mystery, well, this show is for you. We're going to be talking all about a murder mystery series about a fictitious murder detective and also sister written by an actual sister our guest today is author sister diane carollo so welcome to faith in action sister thank you thank you for the invitation now i have actually heard a a couple of our staff members here have really raved about your book and your first book um devoted to murder i'm really curious um how did you happen to write a book to begin with, and why did you decide to talk, write about, like, a mystery? I love to write, and I've written in many different ways in different positions that I've held, but I always enjoyed fiction, and um, I decided that I wanted to take uh, the mysteries to a different level, that within the mystery itself, there would be Christian values discussed, there would be... Um, you know, things that would inspire people to believe, to have faith. And and so that's kind of integrated into the mysteries that I write. So Sister Maggie is a sleuth, you know, she figures out who killed somebody else and, and why. Uh, but through the story, you, you hear a lot about um, what we value as Catholics and as Christians. And I'm sure many people can really, really relate. When um, when you're a Catholic, no matter what level of, I guess, practicing your faith you're at, there are so many, I want to say, cultural Catholic things about how you grow up and just the various things in the Mass and just the various experiences that you have as a Catholic that is so relatable to other people. I'm sure that you brought a lot of that out in your books. I think I have. Um, I think people can relate to the characters, you know, even the sisters. Um, the fictitious community are the adorers of divine love. <laughs> um, and they are very active in the world, but they're also contemplative. Um, and they reach out to their neighbor. You know, and I think people who have um, relationships with sisters um, can relate to the characters in the book, especially Sister Maggie or Sister Mary Felicia or Sister Mary Grace, who's the Superior General, etc. Now, I want to ask you about your own call to fully give your life to God as a sister. When did you get that call, and how did that kind of go forward, I guess. When did you say yes, I guess? Well, I said yes uh, during college, you know, but I think the seeds were planted earlier on, maybe as an adolescent, while 13 years old, uh, and it started out as a mere thought, someday I will be a sister. And um, I said, oh, okay. But it, it really had to take root. Uh, I mean, and, and during that time, you know, it wasn't anything fixed. It was just a thought. But then I realized that I wanted to give my life in service to God. 
and to the church. So I began my search. And um, here I am, you know, many, many, many decades later, um, you know, and, and a bad commitment to the Lord. And um, I've never been happier uh, because of that decision to become a, a religious. And I, we hear that a lot from our people that love the Lord and who have really given their life to God. We hear that a lot of how much joy that life and calling has had. And um, that's just another, um, as you bring that forward, that's just another confirmation that people that have that calling and that really accept that really end up being having a, a really good life of joy. I want to ask you... Um, Tell us a little bit about the first book. It's called Devoted to Murder. What's the yeah. storyline? Well, the storyline, uh, well, first of all, Sister Maggie has contacts not only in Indiana, but also in New York, because she is originally from New York. Um, and she has a godchild, Ellie, who is in a relationship with a man that... Um, is a serial killer. Ooh. And so uh, Sister Maggie finally becomes, you know, comes to the realization that um, she's in danger, okay, and basically tries to uh, save her, you know, save her own godchild. And um, this person who's a serial killer uh, takes on different identities uh, in the book because the book opens with the murder of somebody else that Sister Maggie knew through her ministry. And, um, you know, the book doesn't ever end on a negative note. It always ends positively. Oh, that's nice. And, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things I avoid in these books is gory details or anything like that about murders. Oh, I like that, too. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, it's not the kind of uh, mystery novel that you're going to stay up at night and be thinking about or worrying about. Um, so, you know, I think it has different layers, different levels, and um, I think the reader becomes uh, interested in the uh, characters and their personalities and in the dynamics. Uh, you know, with regard to the uh, personalities in the story. So, um, and then, of course, the details about how a crime is committed is mentioned. And Sister Maggie does kind of figure things out because she is a sleuth. She's like a detective. So if uh, if you're just joining us right now, we're talking with Sister Diane Carollo. She is an author of, she's coming out with her second book, Sworn to Murder. Her first one is Devoted to Murder. And um, not to get confused with the main character in the book, with it, which is Sister Maggie Donovan. I, I've got to ask you, uh, Sister Diane, Did um, are any of the characters in the book based on real people? <laughs> I'm, I'm always curious well, always. about that. <laughs> well, um, I would say that uh, I take different aspects of certain people and put them into the characters. Um, there is no real Sister Maggie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, my editor laughed, and she says, there's a lot of Sister Maggie in you, meaning in me. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, you know, you write from what you know. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there are some similarities with Sister Maggie, but she's totally fictional otherwise. Um, and as I said, I do know a lot of people, so sometimes uh, I will insert certain personalities of people that I do know and, you know, fictionalize them. Now, i got to ask, um, before we go to the break, which will be in a couple minutes, um, what did you... What do you hope to accomplish in terms of these books uh, for your readers in general? Okay. Um, first of all, I hope they enjoy the book, number one. Secondly, you know, I mean, especially this past year with COVID and, and lockdown and all that stuff, I think mysteries and novels, fiction, really can be very helpful to people's mental health. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I, I want them to enjoy the books. I want them to have a release or uh, a way of uh, exiting reality just for short periods of time and enjoying novels. And I also <clears throat> hope that they look more deeply into the stories, especially at those points that I make about the Catholic way of living or the Christian life or Christian values. Um, it's not in your face type of preaching. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more subtle. But um, I think that's important for today's culture. Our culture is saturated by non-Christian values. And so I'm trying to put back into um, fiction, into mysteries, some of those Christian values that are being ignored or being challenged. And I think when you relate to different characters in a book, it's, it's, it is a way to kind of, um, I guess, share the faith, in a non-threatening, kind of entertaining way. I'm curious, how long did it take you to write the first book, um, Devoted to Murder? And then I know you're releasing the second book, Sworn to Murder. So what's your writing process like? How long does it take you to write? What kind of research is involved? Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, by the way, both of them are available, Devoted to Murder and Sworn to Murder. Okay. Available on Amazon. Okay. Uh, The first book... Uh, I had to rewrite it a bit because um, we have a pub- I have a publisher called Ottawa Press and Publishing mm-hmm. Mystery, and and they're in Canada. So um, I I did a little bit of rewriting for that first novel. I don't know the exact period of time, but within the year, I I mean I can I can uh, crank one out. Write up. <laughs> yeah, I can, and even less time. It depends. I, I write in spurts. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, by inspiration, kind of thing. Born to Murder was took less time. Um, this past year, I, I kind of put that one together, and I'm on a third one called About to Murder, and that's about seventy percent finished. And I think I started it six months ago. I'm not sure exactly when. So, um, and and uh, my editor. Uh, her name is Joanna D'Angelo. In fact, I have her in one of my books, her name, but it's not her personality. Um, uh, she, We go back and forth and we talk about uh, different storylines. And, you know, it's just helpful sometimes to um, kind of develop, you know, the, the story uh, more fully by talking it out with someone. So uh, that's basically what I do. I talk it out a little bit, and I have my ideas, and then I just go to work and write. 
Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Sister Diane Parolo about her murder mysteries, and you can learn more about those when we come back. So stay tuned for more Faith in Action. You're listening to Catholic Radio Indy, converting the culture to Christ through radio, featuring 100% Catholic programming 24-7. Do your friends a favor. Tell them about Catholic Radio Indy. Have you ever thought about joining the Catholic Church? Have you just wanted to explore the Catholic faith? All you need to do is call your local Catholic Church for more information. We are always happy to help you in your journey to discover and learn more about the Catholic faith. We have classes that are almost year-round, and the classes and information sessions do not involve making a commitment, and there is no pressure to join. Please call your local Catholic parish for more information today and start the journey of one day possibly becoming Catholic as well. God bless. Alexa, what's the weather forecast for today? Alexa, what time is the Colts game today? Alexa, remind me to pick up the dry cleaning tomorrow. Has Alexa become a part of your daily routine? Then make sure that routine includes Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. Quick, easy access to Catholic programming 24-7. Just say, Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Eyre. Kent Blantford and I are in the studio, and we're talking with our guest, author, Sister Diane Carollo. And before I forget, you had mentioned sometime at the break that there is uh, something going on at your local parish, St. Luke, in uh, mm-hmm. here in the north side of Indianapolis. What is that? Well, we have started what we call hot dog night, and um, people come, get hot dogs and side dishes, but we used to share side dishes. We don't do that now because of the COVID restrictions, but um, after hot dog night, we have what is called a film festival of faith. In fact, last night we had For the Greater Glory, um, which was about the Cristero War in Mexico, and so that's from 7.30 to about 8.30, 9 o'clock, depending on the length of the of the film. So we do that for the next four weeks uh, at 7.30 p.m. And anybody is welcome to join us. Well, that sounds fun. So St. Luke's for the film festival on Wednesday night, hot dog night. So Kent and I might, might show up just for fun. <laughs> well, I want to get back. I want to get back to your, um, your books here. The, the, the new, the newest one sworn to murder. Give us a little bit of insight on that book. Okay, that book uh, really focuses on um, a gentleman named Sam Browning, who was a zookeeper, but prior to being a zookeeper, he was a prosecuting attorney. Um, and he is killed, and it seems like it's the type of murder that was uh, committed by somebody who put a hit out on him. Um, the only real witness to the murder is an orangutan named Leo. Uh, Leo is a, a very talented orangutan who paints, so that's how he got the name Leo for Leonardo da Vinci. Um, and this takes place in what we call the Indiana State Zoo. But the inspiration came from, uh, when I thought about the character of Leo, uh, came from uh, Rocky, mm. who was at the uh, Indianapolis Zoo. Um, and uh, as I said, he witnesses the murder. Uh, he doesn't solve the, the case. But Sister Maggie does uh, ask him questions because he does sign. You know, he does use sign language. And um, 
he doesn't reveal who the murderer is, but Sister Maggie does uh, figure it all out. Um, and it's not what uh, initially is thought, you know, regarding the murderer. So that is um, born to murder. And um, at the same time, in both books, but even in the second book, we have uh, Sister Maggie continually trying to find out who killed her twin sister, her identical twin sister, 50 years before uh, at an amusement park in Florida. So that kind of theme runs through the first two books. Um, because she has these visions or dreams uh, in which the dead communicate with her. Now, I make it clear that she's not a medium. She does not do seances. She's not involved in anything that we would consider uh, sinful or wrong. It's just that she has these dreams in which people from the dead do reach out and give her some clues as to what happened to them, because she's usually involved in trying to bring closure um, to the families. So, uh, Born to Murder um, really talks about the murder of uh, Sam Browning, and you meet uh, different families that are going to be associated with uh, Sam Browning and Sister Maggie and Sister Mary Felicia, who is, a, I call her a sidekick. She is a associate vocation director for the community. Um, and all that is going to happen, uh, for the most part, in Indiana. And um, the sisters live in a place called New Hope, so these are all fictional places. Well, that's really interesting because I think, you know, our local audience, Catholic, and then, like, from the Indianapolis metro area, they could really relate to not only the places and the things that maybe you're mentioning, you know, just some of the similar things, you know, the Indianapolis Zoo and all that. Um, Kent, did you have a question? Well, Sister, I guess to write mystery novels, my guess is that you probably spent a lot of time reading them as a young lady. And Well, I tell you, I, I remember as a child I read The Hardy Boys mm-hmm. uh-huh. from Nancy Drew. <laughs> yep. I like The Hardy Boys better than Nancy Drew, though. Me too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, did you? Say I did. It? I really did. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Uh, my mother really started me reading at an early age. We used to go to the library, I think, twice a month, and I was expected to read, I forget how many books per month, you know. So, I mean, I did a lot of reading, and uh, I did like mysteries, as my mother did, so uh, I just continued the tradition. Um, I've read, uh, as an adult, um, different books, and off the top of my head, I can't even name one of them right now because I haven't <laughs> haven't read a novel uh, in about two years since I've been working on my book. Um, but I do enjoy reading fiction. So, uh, who are who are the major influences on on your your mystery approach? Okay, although she wasn't a mystery writer. Um, Mary Higgins Clark was mm-hmm. a suspense writer. Oh yeah, but definitely. I always enjoy, yeah I always enjoyed her writing uh, very very much so. Um, and just trying to think off the top of my head, uh, there is another Coots. Uh, his name is I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of dark though. Uh, his writing can get very dark at times, so I'm not too comfortable with that. But, uh, yeah, I think Mary Higgins Clark, as a defense writer, has, uh, is, the, is the author that influenced me a lot in, in terms of wanting to write. Well, I'm wondering... Fact, go ahead. 
you know, several years ago, um, I helped uh, or facilitate her coming to Indianapolis to speak at Catholic Values, uh, some kind of conference, and uh, she's a delight. She was a delight. I think she's deceased now. I'm not sure, but um, I always found it to be a delight. Yeah, as and I'm 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 pretty sure she was Catholic too. Is that is that the case? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and she lived in New Jersey, because I did serve in New Jersey for a period of time. I was in the mission education office. I was the um, director, and uh, I was also assistant vocation director. So anyway, long, long story short, uh, I knew of her, and I knew where she lived, and I was able to contact her to invite her to uh, Indianapolis. So are there any particular themes um or character growth in terms of their spirituality, like they maybe have any <laughs> any lights, or are there any kind of themes that you um, you'll probably right and wrong, or any other themes uh, that that pop out that you can think of that kind of go through your books as either characters, you know, draw closer to God, or you know, or mm-hmm. you know, they're making everyone's making decisions, so you know, doing things the right way. I mean, do you, do you cover any of those topics? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's always, um, like, for example, the first book about um, the goddaughter, Ellie. You know, she made some pretty bad choices. And Sister Maggie is uh, not the type to be silent. And it was always, um, you know, uh, saying what she thought uh, when asked. So, uh, you know, so Ellie had to reevaluate her, her behavior. Um, and I think most of the characters in the book, uh, in these two books that I've written, you know, uh, have made bad choices at times. But there's always uh, the sense that you can always um, improve and that you don't define yourself by what you did that was wrong. You know, that kind of isolates you in the past. So there's, uh, I'd like people to know that there's always a future and that there's a present and that God is present in the present and guides us into the future. Uh, so there's, so that, those kind of themes are, are in the book. So there's mercy and redemption. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And boy, yeah. do, boy, do we all need that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a couple more um, questions about, about this. Tell me about, you have another one that you're working on that you mentioned on. You're, you're working on your third book. Tell us the title of that and maybe give us a little tease on what, what that's about. Okay, A Vow to Murder is the third book that's in process right now. And in fact, the tease is in the book itself, uh, book number two, I think at the very end. Um, it, it really opens with the mafia. Uh, the Italian mafia versus the Russian mafia. And the Russian mafia is the up-and-coming mafia, so to speak. And so um, there's an initial assassination that takes the life of a nanny, uh, and somehow this family, you know, has to work out the tragedy that has uh, occurred, because that the family with the nanny is also associated with the Italian Mafia. One of the brothers uh, was an active member. So that's how the book opens, uh, with a hit. <laughs> And, and then the kind of revenge that uh, takes place following the initial hit between the two, you know, uh, groups, 
the Russian, the Blackbuck, and the Italian Mafia. So a cu- couple quick questions before we, we close our interview here. we got a couple minutes left. Uh, who would you say is the book geared towards in terms of your audience? Is there a certain age group that you would say? Well, I would say absolutely adults. But um, older adolescents could certainly gain um, something from these books, Um, definitely. And then you also have a website as well. Yes, I do. Uh, I think it's uh, Sister Diane. I I don't even know my website. Do you believe it? (laughs) Uh, But it's in the book. Or it's somewhere. SisterDianeCarollo.com, I think. I think that... the newsletter. Um. And you can follow me on Amazon and Book Book Club. I think it's full. Um, I'm trying to think what else, where else. Well, I'm at St. Luke. If anybody needs to contact me, I'm here. St. Luke Parish. I'm so. I'm curious. Now, what have you learned? I mean, has this um, writing these books? Um, what kind of an impact has it had on you? And has it in any way um, enhanced or shaped your faith life? Well, the first thing is I enjoy writing. It is a, it's like a hobby for me. I mean, I don't have that much time to fool around with writing, but when I do sit down, it's like time is suspended, whether it's an hour or 45 minutes at a block, you know. Um, and it also um, helps me to articulate things about the faith in a way that is um, not threatening you know, or in ways that would be appealing uh, to people. I always envisioned uh, people reading novels on subway trains. uh, And I think that's the kind of uh, novel that I want to write. People sit back, they're going from place to place, or they're doing something, they have a schedule, and they say, oh, let me read a few pages. And they start getting into the story. And um, and they can relate to what's happening in the story because it seems to be real life. No doubt. So, so far you have, the titles are Devoted to Murder, you have Sworn to Murder, and then the new one that you're working on is About a Murder? Yeah, and that'll probably come out closer to Christmas time. But okay. the two that you just mentioned are available on Amazon.com. And um, also, well, if you live in Canada, certainly you can get it in at Ottawa Press and Publishing. But here in the U.S., it would be at Amazon.com. And um, hopefully I'm, I'm going to get some copies. I don't even have more copies of the, the second book. I have to order them myself. I'll get them to uh, the Celtic Cross, which is a very nice uh, Catholic religious goods store on 86th Street here in Indianapolis near St. Luke's Parish. Well, um, we we know where to get the book, and this has been a great interview. We are out of time. Our guest today has been author Sister Diane Carolla. Uh, Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. You have been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. 
If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400 or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.